1: the place to be to be it's time for today's travel and cruise industry news with the latest from travel and cruises around the world here's your host Chili falls
2: hey good morning and a happy thanksgiving and welcome to travel and cruise industry news podcast for this the 23rd day of november 2023 coming to you from a drying out finally Uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, right outside of Lynchburg, Virginia, Bedford County. Uh, Looks like we're going to have a couple uh, nice days now after we had some rain there for a couple days. A little on the cold side, but not too bad. Uh, Surprisingly, I do have some headlines uh, for today, today's show. Again, I'm not counting on a lot of people showing up today, although... Dennis is here, and Kenneth is here. Uh, Good morning, you guys. All right, the main headline today, or the lead headline, is MSC Seaside diverts to evacuate a passenger. A former Royal Caribbean ship to be retired and scrapped. Man, I hate when that happens. Two ships meet in Antarctica. Mansion of a former CEO for sale. Malaga Supplies LNG. Silver Explorer Final Voyage for Silver Sea. And the celebrity ascent welcomes its first guests from Port Everglades. That and lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. And again, once again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. If you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome. You can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from to search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. So we do have a couple things to share uh, this morning before I get to the news. And one uh, deals with Hot Air Tom. Now, uh, Hot Air Tom, uh, you know, has this is get, kind of getting out of his comfort zone. He's been working on this for, uh, it seems like, for months. Uh, and I know he at times has struggled with uh, issues with it. But last night after dark, he finally finished his shed. Now, uh, I really am very impressed with this as much as I give hot air time, a hard time, constantly. Uh, It looks like, uh, and and knowing that he was a little out of his comfort zone, and he got up early this first light light this morning to send me pictures because it was dark last night when he finished. And i aren't they traveling today? I think so. (laughs) So he got out and took pictures. It kind of reminds me of a, of a building uh, uh, on my farm. I'm just wondering how hot air Tom is going to get Cindy out there to the outhouse, uh, which is what it, it's a modern version of an outhouse. It looks to me. Uh, how he's going to get her out there in the winter when it's snowing uh, in her wheelchair. I'm just, I just and I'm, Obviously, folks, I'm poking fun at Hot Air Tom. I'm truly impressed with the job he did on that shit. So all right, let's see. We got our friend Katie uh, uh sailing right now, and she came back to her room and found a man in her bed. She didn't know what to do about it. He was sitting up watching TV in her bed. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, they hung out at the uh, in the hot tub uh, yesterday, <laughs> and we're sitting on the the monkey. I don't know, whatever you got. And Katie says, "Wait a minute, I'm not sitting on his hand. It's no telling where his hand's been." So she stood next to him, and then at a formal because "I missed this the other night." Formal night this, Angela with another costume, another costume. Another one of her gowns. I mean, she travels with a wardrobe that's just unbelievable. Now, one of the things I asked her one time was, Oh my God, how many suitcases do you have to carry? Uh, and then this on the formal night, you know, it's a pretty good looking group there that, that Katie and Angela are with for the formal night. So, enjoyed that. And after 74 days at sea or whatever it is, Bubba and Lynn are finally on their way home. I don't know from where they are. It's allowed to take them four or five days to, you know, get back to Arkansas or whatever. Uh, anyway, I've enjoyed following uh, this trip on the Dam uh, with Bubba and Lynn. And man. What a cruise that was. Goodness gracious. All right. The top story today, folks, deals with the MSC seaside. By the way, if you haven't done so already, smash that thumbs up button and subscribe, please. We're getting close, getting closer to the 5,000 mark. Medical emergency caused the MSC Seaside to deviate from her planned route of six-night Southern Caribbean cruise, so a guest requiring critical medical attention could be evacuated from the ship via a helicopter. The operation was coordinated with the U.S. Coast Guard and required the cruise ship to reverse course for several hours while sailing in the eastern uh, Bahamas just northwest of San Salvador Island. Now, here's the problem that this caused, folks. They they turned around and went, went backwards, okay, for a couple hours. That's away from where they were supposed to go to meet up with this helicopter, I assume, and then they got into a storm. And had, you know, some some, some tough seas and some high wind. And between the two, they ended up being way late getting to the next port of call. Uh, and it, it just totally fouled up their entire schedule. So, uh, uh, actually, the seaside departed Port Canaveral on Sunday for current sailing and was offering a range of exotic Southern Caribbean itineraries with various, various departure points for guests to choose from, including Martinique, Guadalupe, and Barbados. Strong winds and ocean swells have affected the ship's cruising speed on the way to our next port, which is St. Martin. The original schedule had the ship in port from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, today but now, due to the evacuation and the weather condition, the ship will not arrive at St. Martin until 6 p.m. tonight. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get to St. Martin, like, at dark, uh, but will remain important till until 2 a.m. Like, I'm going to get out in St. Martin at, at uh, 10 o'clock at night to go. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay on board the ship. Of course, many short ter- tours are, are canceled, and the guests are receiving full refund uh, for those excursion costs. So uh, that's kind of a tough one there. All right, guys, don't forget, we've got this uh, Black Friday sale going on for MSC. Drinks and Wi-Fi included, up to $500 onboard credit, plus kids sell free. We got several that were featuring Uh, New York to Bahamas, as low as $269 per person plus tax. Three nights to the Bahamas as low as $109 per person plus tax. Seven nights to the Eastern Caribbean, as low as $349 per person plus tax. And seven night Western Caribbean, that one's from Port Canaveral, as low as $239 per person plus tax. You know this is an excellent opportunity folks to try msc out i happen to love msc i i like the ships the ships are just stunning and despite all the people that complain about it i love the food so just call me at the alaska travel desk 434-258-9264 and again that's the way i answer my phone now folks And we'll hook you right up. All right. The next story, folks. I believe that's the correct uh, picture. Celestial Cruises has announced that Celestial Olympia, a former Royal Caribbean cruise ship, will be retired at the end of 2023 with a new vessel to take her place with planned sailings. Celestial Olympia has been welcoming guests for more than 40 years with a variety of cruise line. A Celestial Olympia, which has been sailing with Celestial Cruises since 2014, is to be gracefully retired in the coming weeks. The decision comes as Celestial has acquired Aida Aura, the oldest ship in the Aida Cruise fleet, built in 2003, but still significantly younger than the cruise line's other ship, the Celestial Journey, which was built in 1994 for Holland America. To accommodate Aida Aura, which will join Celestial Cruises as Celestial Discovery in 2024, After an extensive refurbishment, Celestial Olympia is to be decommissioned and retired from the line. Celestial Olympia began as Royal Caribbean's Song of American when she debuted in December 1982. I remember that. I was cruising then, although in those days I couldn't afford to cruise on Royal Caribbean. That was, to me, was a high-end line back in those days and she remained with Royal Caribbean until 1999 Of special note is that this ship was the first to feature the distinctive Viking Crown lounge that would be an instantly recognizable feature on Royal Caribbean ships for decades right up until now guys uh, the ship also served as a floating hotel during the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, uh, Russia. Celestial Cruises has confirmed that the ship will now be scrapped, which is not surprising considering her advanced age in comparison to more modern ships. And that's one of the sad things to me about our industry. I hate some of those lovely old ships that we just don't have. It's just like old racehorses. You, you need to, to, to do something with them. Sell them as floating hotels or something. I don't know. So we, I, there's got to be something so we don't just scrap those lovely vessels that have meant so much to so many people. All right, enough uh, melodramatics. Uh, I'll be back after a quick word
1: Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
2: All right, the next story today, folks, comes from a line that I don't get to talk about much, and that would be a Seaborn. A Seaborn celebrated a historical moment as Seaborn Pursuit and Seaborn Venture, two of its new expedition ships met for the first time in the stunning and remote setting of Antarctica. The unique encounter occurred at the entrance to Nico Harbor, a location famous for its breathtaking ice scapes. All right. Hot Air Time needs to pay particular attention to this. Uh, Frank Del Rio, the former CEO of Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, has listed his Vero Beach, Florida mansion for $15.5 million following his retirement in June. Known for his extensive career in the cruise industry, Del Rio has decided to embark on a new journey, embracing the life of a cruise guest after years at the helm of one of the world's uh, leading cruise companies. Actually, uh, what happened, uh, and this is going to be right up hot air Tom's alley, is when uh, when he quit working, he didn't have the money to stay living in that big fancy house. Uh, so he's getting a, a duplex. He's going to rent a duplex and move out. And Cindy is bidding on the uh, on the mansion. She's tired of hot air tom spending all their money on cruises and wants a house. So it's only fifteen point nine million hot air tom. Don't fuss at Cindy. She wants that swimming pool. I know. Ah yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Uh He's gonna live. He's gonna live on a cruise ship. See, he's not. He's not one of those guys that sent a deposit into one of those uh, those residential uh, cruise lines, and they got no ship to sail on. Uh, wouldn't that be funny? Not funny. That's a sad story. But all right, we we'll go over to Malaga, Spain, for the next story. Significant milestone was achieved this month when, for the first time, the port of Malaga successfully executed the operation of supplying liquefied natural gas from the port to a cruise ship. So now when all you LNG vessels run out of gas, you can head for Malaga to get refueled. Always a good thing when you got new gas stations out there. The Silver Explorer recently completed its final voyage for Silver Sea Cruises. Now set to be withdrawn from the company's fleet, the 1989-built vessel arrived in Chile following a 23-day cruise that sailed across the South Pacific. After 15 years sailing for Silver Sea, the Silver Explorer is now set to be delivered to Explorers Expedition and Cruises. The new French cruise brand acquired the purpose-built expedition ship in early 2022 after being renamed Explorus-1. The vessel is scheduled to offer a series of expedition itineraries across the globe. Only you got to speak French to get on board. I don't know if that's the truth or not, but I'm sure the announcements will be in French. So. And the final story today, folks, we've talked about it. We've seen the all the stuff following its construction and sea C- tests and so forth and so on. The new Celebrity Ascent welcomed its first guest yesterday down there in Fort Lauderdale, Port Everglades. The fourth ship in the Celebrity Cruises Edge class carries... 3,260 guests sailed from Port Everglades on a four-night cruise to the Western Caribbean, and she'll be homeported there uh, for a time. All right. That, folks, ends the news portion of today's show on this lovely Thanksgiving holiday. So let's go see who's in the chat room uh, fussing at me today. Uh, Kenneth is with us. Dennis is with us. There's Mike. Hi, Mike. He's from the other side of the pond. He says, Happy Thanksgiving to us. Although the guys over there don't have a clue what Thanksgiving is. So, no, I'm kidding. I know you do. Uh, Gretchen is with us. Hi, Gretchen. You're supposed to be uh, barefoot, pregnant, and in the kitchen. No, that's something else. You're supposed to be in the kitchen in an apron and cooking. And I'm being obnoxious and politically incorrect, which I do as well as anybody. There's Katie. I got to play with Katie a little bit today. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving from Wonder of the Seas. Gary Older Than Dirt is here and says Happy Thanksgiving. Well, there's more people here than I thought would be here today. Surprised that the American cruise line haven't resumed the Cuba cruises instead of scrapping the older ships. Me too, Dennis. And why I I thought that would be one of the first things that Biden would do when he got into office and it may be too late now Um but I don't know. I I was I I was hoping all along that it would and we'd have a chance for some of those older ships again because there's the big ships can't go into Havana and the other ports in Cuba. The smaller, older ships well, that was a perfect place for them. It was a perfect market for them. So yeah. I totally agree with that one. I would have loved to have seen that. Tennis says a tiny home that was uh, hot air. Tom shed. Uh, yeah, I was, I was. I'm impressed. I because I've built a shed before. I know how difficult it is. It's not near as easy as most people would think it would be. Air sunny, happy Turkey Day. So thankful here. I'm thankful for that you're with us Sonny uh, Dennis we are not allowed to cruise to Cuba anymore yeah I know but that could be changed again you know they that was changed when we could start cruising to Cuba. I would just love to see it you know back where we could go to Cuba like it was yeah I had two I had two cruises to Cuba that I lost as soon as uh, as President Trump pulled the rug out on on Cuba travel. Uh, so, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I would love it to be able to go back there. Surprised that they didn't lobby the new administration to start Cuba travel. Me too, Dennis. I, I've, you know, I've been screaming about it forever and it went nowhere. Uh, Wander has lift lifts for the hot tubs and all bathroom doors and public areas are automatic with a, a touch pad you wave your hand in front of oh sweet even even more automatic than is required that's great news katie glad to hear that not surprised because you know i know the special needs coordinator for royal caribbean matter of fact he and i serve on a board together and. Um, Yeah, I know he's been working with the development people. Uh, He's a chair user himself. Uh, And, you know, that's, uh, I'm not at all surprised. I would like to see all of their ships uh, get to that. And maybe as they go into dry dock now, they're coming out uh, with that kind of doorways. Um, Gary Older Than Dirtz is also like MSC. Been on seven cruises, no complaints, booked again March 31st on the seashore. Awesome. I really have. I mean, they've got, they've got such a bad reputation. And uh, even on Meraviglia, one of my table mates in the main dining room was one of those people that believed what she heard and the food was going to be awful and it wouldn't have mattered what you put in front of her She was not going to eat it and complain. And several times, she had the exact same thing I had, like prime rib. MSC does as good a prime rib as anybody. And this was just as good as it was last time I was on Malavilla. And, you know, I, I thought it was yummy again. She wouldn't eat it. Got up, left the restaurant early because she's just has stuck in her head that the food's terrible on MSC. And Why the hell did you book MSC then? I don't feel that way at all. I ate in the main dining room seven times. Normally, if there's not anything on the regular daily menu that I know I like, I'll go to the the subsequent menu and and add one of their regular items and there was one night that i ordered something that i'm just not a regular for me Uh, i'll tell you what it was it was uh short ribs it's just not something that i regularly eat and i didn't care for them i don't think there was anything wrong with them it just wasn't my cup of tea so you know, I didn't eat that much that night. Am I going to complain about the food from that? Hell no. Because every other meal I had was just superb. And I think on that one, that night I also had probably two shrimp cocktails that were really good. And a yummy dessert of, I don't even remember what the dessert was now. I just didn't care for, for the short ribs. I wouldn't have liked that if I was eating in the congressional dining room, for heaven's sakes. But that's me. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Hi, Steve. I didn't mean to get sidetracked like that. Gobble, gobble. Yep, it's a gobble, gobble day. Nikki's here down in Jacksonville. Hi, Nick. And a reminder that those residential cruise ships, including Residency, C, are actually long-term leases. You don't actually own your stateroom, but the price is as, as, as is if you did own it. Yes, that is correct. It is a long-term lease. And it's probably like, you know, a, a lot of things they do to senior citizens. They hope you die first. And it's, you know, what can I say? Um. And Gretchen says, oh, yes, I am in the kitchen. All right, Gretchen, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad the fam's going to have, you know, a little a little uh, lunch or dinner coming up sometime today. Even though my grandfather worked in New York, I didn't experience American Thanksgiving until until, uh, until I was, oh, I, you were at the university in New York. um. Yeah, it's always been a, one of my favorite holidays. When my mother was alive, uh, back before we moved down to the farm, she would cook the big family dinner and we'd invite, you know, tons of people in. Both, all of our family from down here, my grandparents, uh, my cousins, uh yeah, my uncle that, that I became so close with uh, before he passed away. Uh, my cousins on my uh, my father's side of the family, my grandmother from uh, dad's side, and everybody would come to our house, and it was just a big, you know, family reunion for Thanksgiving. So I grew up having you know big Thanksgiving uh, spreads. Um, and then when we came down to the farm, at least when Mom came down to the farm. Uh, she would still do that here but when she was able to cook. By the time I moved, I mean, I was on with my life. By the time I moved back to take care of her, she wasn't able to do as much. And we just had to start, you know, doing other things. Uh, we went to my cousin's one year, which that's all another story uh, on the, the, the Thanksgiving at my cousins. I could do a whole show on that story. Um, but, um, And then when my sister, you know, a few years later moved down here to help take care with mom, which got more than I could handle uh, with her and working uh, to live. Uh, So then Gene started doing Thanksgiving again. And now Amanda's doing Thanksgiving. And in the interim, we've had three or four years in there, which we've tried you know, eating out at various restaurants. And it's just not the same. So it's always been a big holiday for me and one of my favorites. Uh, I've never been a a huge Christmas guy, uh, but I do love my Thanksgivings. I always wanted Christmas to be in July, not because of the weather, but because that's the time of year when I made decent money. And in the middle of the winter, when you were in the the funnel cake business, uh, you know, that's all outside. Uh, even with a trailer, you still go outside. That's where the people are when it's warmer. So, uh, you know, I never had money at Christmas when you needed it because I made all my money during the hot months. So I wanted to move Christmas to July 4th, and I'd been happy. But I always loved my Thanksgivings. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, As always, I'm really surprised. We had had a decent little audience here today, much more than I thought we would. Uh, But you guys have a wonderful holiday. I will be here tomorrow, and next week I'll be here on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. On Thursday, I'm going to do a show, even if I do an early show and tape it for 11, I haven't decided that yet uh, because I have to get to Orangeburg, South Carolina, Uh, but one way or the other, I'll do a show Thursday and Friday's probably uh, that one's going to be really iffy. So, but I'll let you know definitely on that after I get the uh, calculator and the T square out and figure out how far I can drive to get to where and when and so forth. So, All right, guys, I hope each and every one of you have a wonderful holiday, and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you guys, which make my life a joy. So that's going to wrap me up for today. I'll see everybody back here tomorrow. Don't eat too much, everybody. You know, you might get big and fat like I am. All right, everybody, y'all have a great holiday. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising, and maybe one day we'll all get together on the high seas on Thanksgiving. that'd be pretty cool. You guys have a great holiday. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news,